I was in horrible shape. I couldn't even look at myself. I truly lost the identity within me. Wow. So was there was a point where I said, you know what, I'm gonna go to my roommate's room. I know he has a gun in the drawer. I'm gonna grab that gun. I'm gonna put it to my head, close my eyes and pull the trigger. So then I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the streets asking guys and girls to come into a club and I'm getting $2 a guy and $3 a girl to walk into these clubs. And guess what's at the after parties? Oh, yeah. Drugs yeah. and drinking. Now the craziest part of that story is I was doing private security for the president for Trump during that time. And I would travel around and I would go and do his Trump rallies. I would come back and I'd spend that money on drugs. Dude, I thought I thought God was with me. Like, there's no way you're with me if I'm in bed every single day, if I don't want to live every single day, if I'm planning to jump off a six-story building in my building every single day, there's no way you're with me. And he came to me and I went into his place and he's like, he saw the darkness on me and he saw that like there I had no belief in me. And he said, Clint, let me tell you something. You don't you don't see this in you right now, but I promise you right now, you're gonna do something great in this world. Okay, so today we have Clint Riggin on the podcast. Clint Riggin is an amazing visionary leader. Clint has a phenomenal story. Actually, someone I've been following for a little while now. I'm really excited to dig into kind of your redemption story, and I'm sure you'll get into the details of that. So, Clint, thanks for joining the show. Cole, thank you so much for having me. You know what? When we, when we reached out to each other and you told me what you do, I was just like, wow, this guy is at such a higher level. <laughs> I was like, well, why does he want me on? Why does he want me on his podcast? Yeah. But then I, I just realized, like, we're all the same. We're all we're all humans. Yep. Right. That's like, right. we all put our shoes on the same way, our pants on the same way. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how many millions you have. That's right. I think everybody has a story that needs to be told. Well, and that's, that's what, what I think. I that's 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 what I'm excited about to interview you is is it's not always about the money per se, right? Yeah, we all have dreams of of achieving big dreams when it comes to monetary blessing, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, the redemption story and just who you've become throughout this journey. I think you kind of rose and I don't want to steal kind of the story, but I want you to tell it. So why don't we go back to childhood? So where did you grow up? You know, who was Clint as a kid? Yeah, so um, I was born in Salisbury, Maryland. Uh, I stayed there for about two or three years, and then I soon moved to uh, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And then I stayed there for about three or four years. My my parents weren't together, but they conceived me, right? So my dad and my mom, and then my dad found my stepdad. Um, And my dad was a struggling alcoholic from the time I was zero to seven. And one thing that I really discovered is the reason that I want everybody else to be seen is because I was never seen as a kid. Mm. I, I discovered that recently. And it makes so much sense mm-hmm. because when my dad was struggling with alcohol. I remember this one time when I went to go see my dad and my dad completely forgot about me at the pickup, right? My mom called him and said he was at the bar and he said, wow, you're not, you're not going to see your dad this weekend. I said, why not? He's drinking. But as a kid, I didn't really understand what that meant, but really mentally it really messed me up as I grew up. Yep. Right. As I, I always thought about that. So I was in King of Prussia, and then I moved to Sailorsburg, Pennsylvania. I went to school there, went from uh, middle school to high school. I grew up with a really good family. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, my mom and my stepdad were great until they weren't. Yeah. Uh, they got a divorce when I um, joined the military when I was 17. Okay. And when I joined the military, you know, I joined the Navy. I was Navy instructor mechanic for eight years. I uh, lived in Washington State for two years, worked on F-18s, and then MA-60 Romeo helicopters in Hawaii for six years. My parents actually got back together eight years later when I was getting out of the military. Oh, okay. Now, this is where I got into bodybuilding when I got to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I competed in three different shows and I really fell in love with it. But the thing is, my last competition, I won the Shawnee Classic in 2017. And four months later, I lost my identity. 
my thyroid completely stopped working. I gained 45 pounds. I went suicidal. My testosterone was at 247. I was sleeping God. for 18 hours a day. I had no idea what was wrong with me. The doctors wouldn't tell me anything. Your blood works fine. You're in the normal range. Like <laughs> all these things yeah. that I didn't, didn't understand. And what age were you at the so time? I, I was 20, 24. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was either 24 or 25. Um, and for me, I was just so devastated from the time that I just stepped off stage in the best shape of my life to I look like the Michelin man and I can't fit in any of my uniforms. I was in horrible shape. I couldn't even look at myself. I, yeah. that, I truly lost the identity within me. Wow. So was there was a point where I said, you know what? I'm going to go to my roommate's room. I know he has a gun in the drawer. I'm going to grab that gun. I'm going to put it to my head, close my eyes and pull the trigger. Wow. Wow. And I thank God every single day that I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. But that led to an addiction of cocaine. Okay. That led to me finding a substance to be able to take all of that pain that I was feeling and numb it yeah. with something where I couldn't feel anything. So what do you but think, really so not to cut you off, what do you think? Yeah. Okay, so what what do you think the reason you were in so much pain? Do you think it was like rejection from your father? Do you think it was just because you got out of shape? Or what was the root cause, would you say, to that? Oh, because I put all my identity into how I looked. Okay, okay. That's that's what it was. I, I, I literally just, I was also on 12 mLs of gear a week oh, going man. in for 16 weeks. So if anybody knows what that is, mm -hmm. I was taking Masteron EQ, trend and equipoise wow two cc's of each three times a week dang so if we can think about how much gear my body was going like i didn't care about anything dude. I, I felt like i could literally like curb stomp anyone that came to me because mm -hmm. that's what that's what it does to your mental right that's what it does to you you might look physically like i physically look like somebody that would like i wouldn't even look at myself now i was just like jesus christ what the like but that's, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to step on stage. I wanted to get that trophy. I felt like that was the biggest thing in my life at that point. That's right. Yeah. So you go back to your point, like it was, I was at one point and I was at the top of the world and then I wasn't. Yeah. And it happened so fast. And it crashed. Okay. And for me, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. So you were 24, 25 at the time. How old are you now? 31. 31. Okay. So you went through a journey. So you were 24, 25. How long did this, this yeah. cocaine, you know, kind of finding substances. Okay. It was three years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So what happened was I got kicked out of the military. Okay. Yeah. I popped on a, I popped on a drug test. Got kicked out of the military. What happens though, if you break, I was an E5, I got brought down to an E3. There's something called higher tenure in the military. Mm -hmm. If you get kicked out of them, if you get out of the military and you're at a higher tenure, you're at a rank that you can no longer be eight years or more in. Okay. Right. So the military has to push you out so fast that my drug charge couldn't even get pushed fast enough. Mm. So I got an honorable discharge. Wow. I found out later that my admin officer actually did that on purpose. So I wouldn't have a, a, a dishonorable discharge. And wow. I thank him to this day. Yeah. But that's incredible. That addiction then soon came and caught up with me in San Diego when I learned that I was going to get into the club scene and I was really good at talking people and I was going to be a, you know, a promoter. Mm -hmm. So then I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on the streets that I'm, you know, asking guys and girls to come into a club and I'm getting $2 a guy and $3 a girl to walk into these clubs. Mm -hmm. But what happens is when you're that person, you come to all the after parties and guess what's at the after parties? Oh yeah. Drugs yeah. and drinking 
Mm-hmm. And you staying up until five and passing around a plate that you just got out of the microwave and talking about things you're never going to do in life mm-hmm. that are never going to accomplish. Yeah. So that happened for quite a while. Now, the craziest part of that story is I was doing private security for the president for Trump during that time. I would travel to 26 different states for eight months and I would travel around and I would go and do his Trump rallies. I would come back and I spend that money on drugs. Like I still didn't learn my lesson because I was so in my head. I then met a girl from Oregon that visited me and then we met doing Molly for three days. So I thought I met the love of my life. (laughs) I moved to Orlando, Florida because she moved for her job. Well, one thing came to another, COVID hit, found out who she really was. I was trying to build a fitness company at that time, Limitless Coaching. Yep. And we had an argument one night and, you know, she kicked me out. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to value myself. I slept on a couch for six months. I built Limitless Coaching to half a million dollars my first year. Wow. We did hormone replacement therapy, lower consultations, nationwide meal preps and supplements delivered to all of our clients. And then I lost it all. Wow. 14 months of depression. Wow. Gone. Everything. Lost my identity once again. Couldn't even look at myself in the mirror when I showered. Like, it was horrible. I ordered Uber Eats and watched Netflix every single day. Yeah, I feel like, so I actually found you when you were building Limitless Coaching. And so you were kind of, it seemed like, on the top of the world, right, at that time. And then, so the crash happened. Obviously, you kind of lost your identity probably again. And then talk to me about the redemption story. So you were kind of in this dark moment. Obviously, me and you are both believers. We believe in the Lord. So what, so what happened? Did, did the Lord just meet you somewhere and kind of talk me through that? Dude, I thought, I thought God wasn't with me. Yeah. I was like, God, you left me. Like, there's no way you're with me. If I'm in bed every single day, if I don't want to live every single day, if I'm planning to jump off a six story building in my building every single day, there's no way you're with me. Yeah. But what I realized was that he was with me. Yeah, He was carrying me on his back to pull me out of the darkness, but I had to experience everything I experienced. So good. I had to learn so much about myself. And that's why I'm so important to tell people like the things that you're going through in life right now, the trials, the tribulations, the failures, you need to learn those things Mm -hmm. because you're going to come back so much stronger if you take those lessons and you push forward. Yeah, so true. So, so true. that happened, and then I went on a road trip across the U.S. Okay. This road trip, when I the day one that it started, I said, God, I surrender to you. I, I'm giving you everything. Mm-hmm. Take it all. Like, I, I cannot keep doing this by myself. I started to read the Bible. I started to pray. I started to give thanks and praise every single morning. I started to follow the cost of greatness, which I talk about so deeply because it changed my life. Mm-hmm. And for me, it wasn't. it was a journey that took time. My body had to physically change. My spirit, my mental had to physically change. Mm-hmm. But there was one stop that I always remember was my mentor, Jonathan Conley. He's a really big believer. Okay. And he came to me and I went into his place and he's like, he saw the darkness on me and he saw that like there I had no belief in me. Yep. And he said, Clint, let me tell you something. You don't, you don't see this in you right now, but I promise you right now, you're going to do something great in this world. Oh, so good. If you keep going, if you keep going, God has a plan for you. God is speaking to me and his faith-based coach prayed over me and said, this is what God is telling me. God is saying that you are going through rough patches in your life right now, but I want you to make a playbook. Mm-hmm. I want you to write down everything that you're doing so you can help hundreds and 200 times the amount of people. Because if you can go through this, you can help other people that are going to go through the same exact thing you went through. That's right. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And that's why, so and, like following you now, you, we just talked about before the, before the show, yeah. you're posting, you know, four or five times a day 
10 yeah. dozens of stories. Are you just like all in on wanting to help people and serve people because oh, yeah. you're in such a dark place? Yeah. yeah. The biggest thing is like, I want people to see how beautiful life is. Yeah. Like when you were in the darkness for so long and you see the light, all you want to do is show people the light. But I, I, I was on a podcast the other day and I want you to hear this analogy. I want your audience to hear this analogy. Yeah. She said, and this, this lady's name is Anat Pari. She said that sometimes we're on a ship and we're in the waves. There's another ship out there and we're trying to save that ship. And all we have is a flashlight. Mm -hmm. And in that flashlight, we're shining. But what we don't realize is we're blinding those people and they can't see you. Oh, yeah. So what we need to do is just be the light. Be the example. Because if you're the example, people will follow in your footsteps, but you can't try to change somebody else. So good. A change has to come from within. Yeah. And and when I realized that I've been trying to change other people and that's not going to work. But if you watch my stories and you see what I do and you see that I'm putting in the work every single day and I have the credibility and I'm, I'm showing up every day, mm -hmm. that is being the example for people. That's right. Yep. Because and the biggest thing that people can't do is show up. That's right. Consistently too. Yes. Consistently yeah. show up. Yeah. Like, that is why people fail in their fitness routines. That's why people fail when they, when they're trying to make a transformation in their life because they can't show up consistently. That's right. That's right. Okay. So talk to me about the fitness, right? So obviously the Lord is number one, right? You found the Lord. He changed your life. Talk to me about how important fitness is. Cause I, you followed me, right? I've lost, I just yeah. broke the hundred pound mark, um, yesterday. So, so, and Lazy. what's happening oh. is, is like, I was building this successful business and, and I was like driven and motivated, but I put all my eggs in this business basket and I realized yeah. like, I'm like way overweight. And what's happened is, is I'm literally transforming spiritually, mentally, emotionally because of my fitness journey, right? The last four to five months, it's just transformed yeah. me from the inside out. So talk to me about fitness and how important that is in your life. So the biggest thing for me is fitness is not how I look anymore, mm -hmm. right? Fitness is a mental clarity, Yes. right? As entrepreneurs, we work so hard all the time. We have so many different things happening in our lives. I don't know about you. When I go to the gym, it's my time to just, yes. just get out of, my, out of my head and into the weights. Yes. To have that time to myself, to be able to throw around some weights, to get the endorphins going. Mm -hmm. And for me, when you are in shape mentally, you are going to be in such a better place. Yes. Not only physically, but spiritually as well. Like God did not make you to be fat. Yeah. God made you to be the most elite version of yourself. So every time you're not going to the gym, every time you're not taking care of yourself, you're literally just slapping God in the face. Yeah. Like, oh no, God, I'm not going to do that today. No, I'm going to be 400 pounds. Yeah. But the reason is I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and man, you might be 400 pounds and own a million dollar, $2 million, $10 million business. When you wake up the next day, that business is gone because you're yeah. dead. That's right. You don't understand that your body can't handle the 400 pounds on you. That's your right. kids aren't going to, you're not going to see your kids walk down the aisle. You're not going to be with your wife anymore. That's like true. these are the simple things that you got to tell somebody. And sometimes it hurts. Mm -hmm. So but fitness to, is a real part of my life. You, you have to be willing to speak it too, right? There was, it's funny, but my story, you've, you've probably heard it, but I was literally in Hawaii at my brother's wedding yeah. and there was just an aha yeah. moment where I just looked around. I'm like, why am I fat in Hawaii? <laughs> like I literally just had this moment, like I'm never going to be fat on the beach ever again. And it was like just my moment where I'm like, you know what? I'm going all in. 
I, I have that kind of obsessive personality already. So when I do make yeah. up my mind, I, I go all in, right? So that's what I did. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to do what I love, which is lifting weights. I'm not going to starve myself. I did these, these yo-yo diets for so long. And I just made up in yeah. my mind, I'm going to eat under 2,000 calories and try to get yeah. 250 grams of protein. And I'm going to lift yeah. four times a week. That's the only changes I made. And I've lost 100 pounds in four months, you know? Dude, that's incredible. Do you know Bennett Maxwell? I do. I was on his. Remember, we showed up on the, at the oh, same shit, time. Oh, that's right. You, but he did yeah. lost 100 pounds. He did. Yep. He did. So, like, you guys had the same journey. That's right. Like, he built his franchises and his business and all of that, and then he just let himself go. That's right. And then he finally was like, man, I got to be there for my family. I got to be there for my employees. I got to be there as the example. That's right. That's right. And what's, hap what's happened, too, is... You know, because I always thought I'm like, I got to put in 12, 14 hour days. And I do believe in that. I still believe in hard work. I still believe in effort. Yeah. What I'm realizing, though, is my eight, nine hours is more effective than that 11 to 12 hours previously because I'm sharper. Yeah. I'm thinking on my feet. I make decisions faster. I'm more alert. You know, so I think most people, they, they, they get lost in their business and they don't focus on personal development, fitness and, and really like internal health and spiritual health as well. Dude, it's one of the biggest things you have to do the inner work every day it's not just hey i'm gonna do this a couple days like i i say affirmations to myself every day because people think affirmations are dumb and that's that's okay what, whatever people think but your thoughts become messages your messages become habits and their habits become the character that's projected to the world yeah right so if i'm thinking happy thoughts and i'm i'm a winner i'm a fighter i'm a champion i'm an overcomer i'll win i'll win all day and i say that to myself every day i, I believe that that's right but if you wake up and you're like, man, I look ugly today, man, I'm kind of fat. I don't, I don't want to go do this. I don't want to do that. You're just filling yourself with negative thoughts. And we have 50,000 negative thoughts a day out of 80,000. That's right. Which is, which is true. Mm -hmm. well, but, and what happens too, is that's, yeah. you speak things into existence, right? I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's literally what God did to create the whole universe. He spoke it into yeah. existence. So when you speak, I'm fat. I'm a loser. Yeah. I can't win. That's where your life is going to head and you're going to follow that path. But when you speak, I'm a winner, I, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever your slogans are, yeah. that's where your life is going to head because you're directing it with your mouth. Dude, and the, the big thing is too, I tell people like, how did you transform in 153 days? I said, God, mm -hmm. when I had God in my life, my transformation was so different yes. compared to my transformations before. That's right. Like it was almost like, God was like, you know what? You're putting in the work. Let's make this a little faster for you. Yeah. Let's let's really show people like how you can do this. It's so good. And it's it's just it's true when I think about it. Like I just put everything into his and and it's not like he's gonna do the work for you. Yeah. You still got to go to the gym, but you still got to push your. And the thing is that people don't have to understand that you don't have to go to the gym every day like I do. You don't have yeah. to. You you can just start with a 45 minute walk or a or totally. a five minute walk. Yes. Or a 10 minute like mm -hmm. small compounding habits that you do every day. Yes. Because when I was going through my depression, I just had to get out of bed, man. Yeah. I just had to put my shoes on. I just had to brush my teeth. Like these are the small things that were so hard for me to do. If I could just open my door and get out of my room, I would be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, so you're doing a ton of things now. What, what is your vision, right? So you seem fired up, passionate, like you're chasing things. What do you want to do in the next five, 10 years? Okay. So, um, so on this road trip, right? I came back to San Diego. I got baptized 14 weeks ago. 
Nice. When I got baptized, I had the vision for Nexus. Nexus will run the largest wellness events in San Diego. We partner with Jim's Body Studios, Mom's Walks, UFC Gym for uh, self-aware or not self-awareness, sexual um, sexual assaults, like okay. all these different things to bring community together, right? Yeah. And we just launched our app where you can build your own events for free, and you could we can host our own events. So now not only can we do hangouts, everybody can come together. I love it. The goal is to build community and foster relationships and build something much bigger than us. That's why the motto is the next us. So that's gonna be one thing. The next thing is I wanna step on stages with some of the biggest performance speakers that you've seen. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and doing that, I'm just, that is why I do so much content. That's why I put myself out there so much. That's why I get on these podcasts. It's like, yeah. you have to put yourself out there. And Jen Gottlieb has a book out there called Be Seen, Yeah. right? Because the reason that people don't want to be seen is because they're not confident in themselves. The reason they're not confident in themselves is because they don't they don't fulfill the promises to themselves. That's right. Because that's how we build confidence. Yes. Right. So you say you're going to do one thing, but you don't do another. Because I used to be that person. I'm like, oh, I'm going to launch this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this event. Like, and none of it ever happened. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be one of my biggest. One of my biggest things is stepping on stages, going to addiction treatment centers, telling people how you know addiction doesn't define you. Yep. turning your pain into purpose, turning tragedy into triumph, and like really understanding that these people are seen yeah, and that God has a plan for them. And as long as they keep going and change their environment, they can do something with their life. Yeah, that's right. So what, so what is, what brings that, you, what, what makes you, you think, want to serve humanity in such a big way, right? Like help people change their life. What do you think the reason behind that is? My dad struggled with alcohol for 20 years. My dad was also an alcohol, a drug and alcohol counselor for 24. Oh, uh, wow. So wow. you've heard Ed Milet's story. Yep. Very similar. Yep. I, feel, I feel like that one. Yeah. I feel like my dad helped so many people. When I went to see my, my dad's, um, uh, not burial, but um, where everybody came together, mm -hmm. I had over 300 people come to me and say, hey, man, your dad saved my life. Gosh, that's incredible. And there's nothing, there's nothing more then I love to hear that, hey, listen, my, my relationship is fixed. I have a better relationship with my kids. You know, I'm, I'm able to, I lost the 40 pounds and my business is doing better. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want to be seen anymore. That's the thing. I want other people to be seen. I want my team to be out there getting recognition. Like I've been on the front of things for too long in my life. Yeah. Now it's my time to get back. Mm -hmm. I love that. But that's going to that's going to be taking doing the work every single day, right? That's right? Like you cannot the people that say, "Hey, you you you've made it. You went to the gym, you have the biceps, you have the abs. You you've already made it." Yeah, but to stay there, mm -hmm. you have to keep going. Yes. Like you're the the thing that people think is just cuz you got there, you can stop doing the things that got you there. Totally. Yeah. But if we continue to do the things with consistency, we can stay there and get better every single day. That's right. And what's crazy is, is people, it's actually easy to win for a short season, for a few years, mm. but sustained yeah. greatness is what's hard, right? So like I did a post on Nick Saban, right? Nick Saban retired, right? Two decades, he won seven championships. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. People can win one championship or people can win in their business for two, three, four years, but to win for decades, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. And that's, that's what excites me is, yeah, we have built a hundred million dollar business, but you know how many yeah. people are coming for us? You know how many startups are like, we're coming for Anchored. And it's like, that's what excites me is how do we sustain this for two, three, four decades? You know? Yeah. 
So what did you do? I want to ask you this. Yeah. What, how did you get the how did you get the, the vision? How did you get the vision that you wanted to do tiny homes and, and you brought yourself to a hundred million? So really the, the backstory is I've always thought of different ideas. I wanted to build apps and I wanted to do all kinds of stuff. Right. But in 2019, my wife was pregnant with our first daughter and I actually was selling insurance. I think it was April or May. And I have a yeah. similar story to you. I had a DUI. I got expelled yeah. from university. I was addicted yeah. to drugs. And so I had yeah. a past, right? So I, I passed my test in insurance. And two months later, they sent me a letter saying, hey, we actually don't think your life has changed. We don't feel comfortable giving you an insurance license. So wow. I was selling insurance for two, three months. I'm like, hey, this is the future. This is how I'm going to provide for my family. And everything was taken away from me because of my past, which was four or five years ago. It wasn't like it was recent. And I was like in this moment with God, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, what, what is my path? I got to put food on the table for my family. And it was July of 2019. Um, I was looking on Facebook actually. And I saw an ad for tiny homes on wheels, one of our competitors. And so yeah. I went to my dad cause he's a general contractor. I said, Hey, do you think we could build tiny homes? He told me, yes. And I ended up throwing an ad on Facebook, not a paid ad, a free ad on Facebook marketplace. Cause I didn't have any money at the time. And I yeah. had 300 people reach out in the first three days. So there was like this aha moment. I'm like, okay, this, this might be the next business that we need to start. And so in anyways, yeah. met with a couple clients, sold them. Uh, I sold two tiny homes the first month in business. Each one was like 80,000. The second one was like 95,000. And we just went all in from that moment. And it was, so it wasn't like this, like God came down and spoke to me, but it was, I was looking for opportunity and I was open yeah. to opportunity. And I think so many people, they think like this happens for some, right? God does show yeah. up and say, Hey, this is your plan. And this is your vision. Yeah. But sometimes it's yeah. just, you have to be looking for opportunity. And I don't think people are looking for opportunity. They're focused on what's wrong. I could have sulked in my room and said, Oh, my life's never going to change. I can't, you know, my past is going to haunt me, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to pivot quickly. I have a kid to provide for now and I have a wife to provide for. And so I pivoted really quickly and then just went all in. I think, like I mentioned earlier, one of the best things, one of my skill sets is I do go all in and I get obsessed and I learn everything I need to learn. And then really it just snowballed. You know, I can't say that God is not involved. He showed up supernaturally and, and really changed this business's direction as well. Dude, that's amazing. But you're so right. The opportunity, people do not look at the opportunity. I think a big a big reason for that is people are looking at other people's lives so much that they forget about their own. Yes. yes. Like they're so worried about somebody else's life and what they're doing. Totally. But they forget about what they're doing every single day. Yes. What are you doing yeah. to be better? Yeah. The air. Yeah. Sorry, I just... And... <clears throat> oh, you're good. No, but it, and, I, and I tell people, like, guys, listen, if you can just focus on yourself for, for, for six months. Yes. Six months. That's a long time, right? A lot of people can't even hold a schedule for 30 days. That's right. Yep. But if you can come in and you can time block your day, you can yep. set boundaries, you can set standards in your life, you can start going to the gym, and you start with one compounding habit every single day, and you just compound every day. Totally. Yep. And you in six months will be a whole different person. That's but right. But you have to disappear for six months. That's right. Meaning you have to tell your friends, hey, listen, I'm focused on me. Mm -hmm. My friend told me just it told me a great analogy. He said, dude, I'm on a bullet train. And this train is not stopping. <laughs> I love that. And I said, hey, that is what you need to do. That's right. You need That's to right. that bullet train. 
Yeah. Cause my friends know me. Hey, listen, if I'm out at dinner by 6 PM, I'm not going with you. Cause I gotta yeah. be in bed by nine. I got a right. more personal at three. Yes. I made a promise to myself. I, I wrote a contract yes. that says on social media, I'm going to be here at this time. That's right. Right. And that's how you build the confidence in yourself guys. Like that's what you have to understand. You, you have to do the things you said you're going to do. Totally. And if you don't, the credibility in you and your life is gone. And that's the thing you talk, we talked about earlier, which is the sustained greatness. It happens one day at a time, right? It happens literally waking up when you say you're going to wake up, doing what you say you're going to do for a long period of time. And I think a lot of people can do stuff, like we mentioned, for 90 days. And then like even this podcast, right? What well, hasn't taken off as quickly as I've wanted it to. But right. I, I'm 15 episodes in. I'm like, I need to commit to 200 episodes and then see where we're at. You know, like uh, uh, Ryan Stuman, right? Hardcore closer, uh, yes. Apex. Yeah. Well, he did 400 podcasts in his truck before he even he, he said one day that he just looked down and it had a million downloads. That's crazy. And he was like, you. That's what people understand. That one piece of content. Yeah. That one post that you make, that one person that you meet. Yes. You completely change your life. But if you are this close. It's like that that meme that you see where they're they're looking for gold. Yes. And you're right there, but you stop and you walk away. Mm -hmm. That's how a lot of people go into their life. That's right. They keep trying and they keep trying, but they're like, you know what? This isn't working. I'm just going to take a step back. Yeah. And you realize how close you are. You're one step away from making your life change. It's totally right. It's totally right. And most people they don't realize, like, like we're we're spiritual people, right? We believe in God. Well, I believe yeah. God honors hard work and consistency and faith because it's easy to quit when times are hard. But I think God actually says, Hey, do you actually have faith that I, that I said what I said and you can continue to fight through because I think too many people quit too early, like you just said. Okay. So talk to me about, um, a little bit of the journey, right? So you, you're, th you said you're 31 now. One, yeah. Okay. So third, so you found the Lord. It was only like three, four months ago. Is that right? Well, so God has always been in my life. Let me just okay. make it okay. clear. So I was I was born into into Christian Christianity. Yeah. Yes. Um, I got baptized as I was a kid, but what I realized was that as I started to grow older, I pushed God away. Yeah. Right. When I got in the military, especially, I was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna go to church. Oh, I got. I'm in Hawaii, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to this mountain. I'm gonna go to this hike. I'm gonna go to these things. I didn't care about church. I cared more about drugs and partying. Yes. So when I tell people, I said, there's two different ways you have God in your life, right? <laughs> you can walk with God or you can walk away from God. Yeah. What I was doing, I was walking away with him, walking away all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> I tried to go to church and that didn't work mm -hmm. because there's something called Pop-Tart Christians. Yes. Right. You go to church on Sundays and you take your Facebook post and you make your and you take a picture and you're like, hey, guys, I'm at church. But that's all you do. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're not in the word, if you're not praying, if you're not giving thanks every day for what you have, giving praise for what the Lord has given you. Yep. Prayers do not only work when you want something. You have to pray for what you have. Yes. And that's when I started to realize that that I was really walking with God. Mm -hmm. When I started to meet people in my life, when I started to go to when I went to a Vegas conference and this guy came up to me and said, God brought me here to meet you, and you're the only person I'm here to meet. And now we're hosting one of the biggest Super Bowl parties in Vegas with some of the biggest celebrities I've ever seen. That's crazy. Like, you just never know who you're going to meet 
And I tell people all the time, like, Clint, how did you do this? I said, it's God. Yeah. You know, it's God, hard work. It's honestly what I wear all the time, hard work, God's work. Oh, that's sick. I, yeah. And this is mentality. I'll get you a hoodie. Okay. Is that and, your, uh, your, your company? No, but I want to make a, I want to make a company called Limitless Faith. Okay. All I want to do is rep faith-driven things. Yep. Like faith-driven, um, there's a company called Underdog Athletics that I'm an yep. athlete with. Yep. They only do athletic wear that's faith-driven. Faith that's awesome. Because if you can walk with God everywhere you go and, and show people, then you are a light that's for right. people. Yes. Like I don't care about the Balenciaga or I don't care about all these other name brands. Like that, what, what does that do? Right? It's just a bunch of stuff that's overpriced and you're wearing it because you need validation from other people. That's right. That's exactly and right. What I learned is I don't need validation from anybody. Yeah. I, when I started to not care what people thought about me, because I cared so much what people thought about me. Mm -hmm. I, I did. Everywhere I looked, to be like, look at me. My name's Clint. You're going to look at me? Yeah, I'm a big guy. Like, that's how I would, I would feel. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to be seen. Yeah. Because my dad never saw me. So when I tell people you have to work innerly, like inner child, you have to work on that inner child because there's a lot of things that happened in your past that you don't realize is affecting you now. For sure. For sure. And that takes a lot of, I, I mean, I have a therapist in my life that I talk to every single Sunday yeah. that knows me better than anybody else. And that puts me in my place so fast, mm -hmm. but you need those people in your life. And I promise you, you probably have people in your life that only excel you forward. Oh, big time. Yes. And big only time. want to see you go to 200 million, 300 million, you know, yes. they're, they're like, Oh, you made a hundred million. Okay, cool. Let's, let's shoot for 500 gold. And like, like that, that's not shit because a lot of people don't understand. There's a lot of people in this world that make a, a shitload of money. Yep. And, and your $60,000 salary is somebody's daily income. That's right. But you have to have that kind of thinking. Yes. Yep. You have to have that vision of where you're going. That's right. And I stopped worrying about monetary value. I don't care about how much money I make. I care about the impact I'm going to make. I care That's if I make $4,500, I can go save a kid from child sex trafficking. That's right. That is how you got to look at the world. Yes. Yep. Yep. And then God honors, the, he'll give you the finances, right? Yes. When you're a believer and you're trustworthy with the little he's given you, he'll continue to excel you, continue to trust you with more money and, and really give you that, those resources to be able to help people, right? If you're just spending it on Ferraris and Lamborghinis and, and don't get me wrong, I do like some of that stuff. And I yeah, think a lot sure. of, and it's okay to have those goals, 100%. but I think if that's the only motivation it is an insecurity issue that you have to deal with. And you got to understand, hey, why do I actually want all of these things for validation? When in reality, this should just be a goal. And if I achieve it, it's just a check mark and a checkbox that I went after, right? It's who you become in the process is actually more exciting than, than the stuff that you get. About the journey, not the destination. That's right. It's exactly right. Yep. Okay. So what, what so far is one thing you've accomplished that you don't really, f like you didn't believe you would do in your life? True, man. Um, probably moving across the U S to Coronado, California, living 400 feet away from the water yep. in a little, uh, a five-star resort where I'm blessed every single day to walk, to walk outside and I can see the sunrise. Mm -hmm. I envisioned this and I, and I, I was here two and a half years ago and I was driving in La Jolla in a C7 Corvette. And I said to myself on a video on Instagram, I'll probably post on my story today if I can find it in the archives. Okay. Like guys, one day I'm going to live here. One day I'm going to live in the water. One day I'm going to own one of these houses mm -hmm. because manifestation and visualization is a huge part 
of why people are where they want to be. Hands down. You have to envision where you want to be. And if you're not there, that's okay. Yeah. But you have to see that I'm going to speak on some of the biggest stages. Yes. I'm going to be in front of 20,000, 30,000 people. Yep. Yep. Because if I don't say that, then I'm not speaking it into an existence. That's right. A lot of people think that's ego driven. Oh, this guy thinks he's full of himself. Oh, this guy thinks he's just can do all these things. No, I have a belief. Yeah. I have a belief that you lack. Totally. Yeah. Right? But if you have that belief and I can show you the belief with my light mm-hmm. and being the example every day. And it's just like Andy Elliott. Do you see his videos that he posts where he's just like, they didn't believe in me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually flying out to Phoenix uh, next month to go to be on his podcast. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, he, he motivates me so much. I went to his compound, um, about a month ago. Okay. Right. I met his whole team and, and we met and like, dude, he's just an amazing individual, but he is somebody that is the hardest worker in the room. Big time. Yes. Like, and he wants people to know, and he's so real about it. Yeah. He's so real about like, if you don't take control of your life, nobody else is going to control it for you. Yeah. Right. And like the whole six pack, like, Hey dude, my whole team has six packs. That's, that's awesome. Because yeah, that right. team takes care of themselves. Yep. Your team puts fitness first and mental clarity, and they're going to show up for themselves every day. That's right. Yep. And my team, what I tell them is like, we are the example and we set excellence every single day. Yep. And I'm just building a team. My company before me was me, a CMO in Australia, and a COO. Okay. I did all the coaching. I did all the, I did all the sales. I did everything. Yeah. Now you're building the team for support around you. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm the visionary. I know exactly what we want to do. I have my integrator and I have my marketing and I have people that believe in me. Yeah. And believe in the vision. Yes. Because you have to have a belief so big in your in yourself mm-hmm. that they can believe in you. That's and right. that comes with spiritual energy and purposeful energy. I tell people all the time, mm-hmm. you have to have those two together. That's right. That's right. You are unstoppable. Yeah. And it all starts with the vision, right? Because like that's, that's what I'm so excited about with this podcast. That's what it's all about is I think the most happy, fulfilled people are the yeah. ones who have the biggest visions. Yes. And it's not, not everybody has to be a billionaire. I'm not saying that, but I, what I am saying is what is your biggest vision for your life? Like what yeah. is, what's the biggest dream that you've ever dreamed? Let's yeah. go after that. Let's start to put the steps in place to go after that dream and, and chase that vision, right? Because that's what's going to bring you fulfillment. And I think too many people, they just, they're like, oh man, that seems daunting. That seems like a lot of work. And it is, but it happens one day at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time from the consistency, you build a successful life. And so I think vision is just a massive, massive component. So, okay. To elaborate on that, if you had to define success, what would your definition be? Success for me in 2021 was be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's all I cared about. I cared about monetary value. Yeah. Success for me is seeing other people unlock a belief inside of them that they can change their life, change their story in their head, and finally f- live a life of giving and fulfillment. Yeah. Right. But that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Because I can only do so much. I can only show you the way so much. I can only show you and be the example so much until you got to do the work. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of us struggle with because we want to help as many people as we can. Yeah. We hate when we see our friends lacking their true potential. Yeah, that's right. 
like when I see my friends out of the club until 5 a.m. and I see them doing all these things and then they hit me up the next day and they're like, yo, bro, I want to start this business and I want to do this. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah, that's right. You don't really <laughs> you want think it. You do. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying you do because you had this you had this dream and then you just woke up and now, look, now you're hungover at the club. I can tell you right now, the people that took their vision and made it a reality, mm-hmm. they weren't at the club until 5 a.m. No. They were staying in on the weekends. They were working on their business. They were saying no to their friends to go to these celebrations. That's right. They were putting their head down every single day. And now what you see is you see the success. Yes. But you didn't see the struggle. And that's why I like to show people, guys, like what's done in the darkness is revealed in the light. Mm -hmm. You don't see me when I'm up at two o'clock in the morning and I have four hours where I can work on the multiple businesses that I own or partnered with. Mm -hmm. So I can help accelerate these people in different ways or the investor portfolios or like – you just see, oh, he lives in Coronado. Mm-hmm. Oh, he goes to all these different gyms. Oh, he goes and flies to these different places. Yeah. They do not see the hard work that comes out of this. That's right. You understand the hard work, man. Oh, I, yeah. I can't even yeah. how hard it was to build a hundred million dollar like franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you hit your first million, it's great. Yeah. But then you got to do your next your 10 million, your 50 million. Like that's right. That's it's incredible. different, different levels, right? And it's but but I think. I think it's like what I always say to people is I'm like, don't watch what I'm doing. Watch mm. what I did. Mm. Right. So like, yes, this journey of this business took four years. It's, it's yep. been zero to a hundred million in four years, which is insane. <laughs> but I failed at companies for yep. seven years. Yep. So it's actually an 11 year journey to get here, but it just happened to click with the seventh business that I started. So I think right. so many people are like, oh my gosh, you got lucky, you hit the jackpot, whatever it is. And there was some luck, the Lord yeah, showed up, but, sure. but they don't see the journey of like, you know what, I actually failed seven companies yeah. and spent seven years failing over and over and continued to fight and continued to believe. Yeah, I tell people like, if you failed your first company, that's great. Yes. It's actually really good because you're gonna learn so much going into your next company. That's right. Like, and maybe God didn't want you to do that company. Maybe that wasn't serving you in the right way. Yes. Maybe he wanted you to put you on a different path. Like I started as a fitness coach and then I realized that, wow, there's a lot more that I can do, but fitness is only one pillar that I can focus on. That's right. It can change people's lives and all these other pillars. Totally. Oh, then they, then they lead a fulfillful life. Like mm-hmm. the way that we go through life is that trials and tribulations and we think the things that we struggle with. And the things that we focus on, where your focus goes, your energy goes. Totally. So if you're focusing all the wrong things, you're focusing on what your friends are doing, you're focusing on what this next person is doing, and you're not looking at as motivation, yep. but you're looking at as you're competing against that person, you only should compete against yourself. Yes. Because God put a seed in you of greatness, mm-hmm. right? He, he literally made you so that you can do something great in this world. And you're just lacking the discipline and the action to take in the next, in the next steps of your life. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't have said that any better. Okay. And then we've talked about this a little bit, right? But one other question I always ask at the end is what legacy do you want to leave behind? Oh man. That's a great question. Um, I really want people to know that no matter what happens in your life, that you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if you struggle with addiction. It doesn't matter if you did porn. It doesn't matter if you had an OnlyFans. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you did, for God forgives all, yeah. right? 
If God hasn't forgiven all, and I, I sold drugs, I did drugs, I did a whole bunch of crazy stuff, guys. Like, I shouldn't even be alive right now. Yeah. But God saw something in me, and then when I saw what God saw in me, mm. then I finally started to unveil. I started to put myself first. And I think people need to understand that you need to serve you yeah. before you serve anybody else. That's right. You have to take care of you. And it's not selfish to to tell for your friends that you're not going to this event. And it's not selfish to take the time that you need. It's 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 you being selfish to the people that need you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I want people to know is God didn't wake you up today because he wanted to. God woke you up today because someone needed you. Mm-hmm. If you remember that every single day, you'll know that there is somebody in this world that needs your help. Yeah. In some sort of way, and you might not own a company or you might not own a business, or you, but you work a nine to five and you change people's lives in a big way. That's right. You're still making an impact in the world and we're meant to give to others. That's right. And as we continue to give to others, you will be fulfilled. Yeah. Like the reason that my cup is filled every day, the reason I have so much energy is because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I love talking to people. I love seeing people's lives change. Yeah. And it's going to take time for you to find your purpose. It truly is. Mm-hmm. Because you have to go through the trials, the tribulations, and all the failures that you're going to experience. Yep. But you all have a purpose in this world. That's so good. To for And it forges you into the person you're supposed to become, right? Yes. So I think a lot of your transformation, just hearing you and your story, you got out of your own head. You started yeah. taking action. But then you focused on other people. You weren't yeah. selfish anymore. Right. Like you, you took care of yourself first, got to a level you needed to get to, but now you want to serve humanity. And that's what gets you fired up to get up every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that I can get up and I can get on my phone and be like, all right, guys, it's two o'clock in the morning. Let me give you a motivational morning. This message. That's so five, four, three, two, one, get your feet on the ground. Okay. We're going to start the day or Hey guys, listen, I'm really tired this morning. I really don't want to get up, but you know what? God woke me up today. That's right. You know, like the simple things, that hopefully people hear in their head and maybe they're like, damn, this guy's so motivational, man. I don't want to follow him anymore. That's fine. Get the fuck off my Instagram. Like, <laughs> That's right. yeah. you're, you're just not meant to be there. You're not at the position in your life. Some people aren't there yet. Yeah. When I was going through my depression, I had a lot of people that were trying to motivate me and I would push them all away. Yes. Because I wasn't at that point where I could have that motivation in my life. Yep. But you're going to, it's going to come to a certain point where you're like, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of living this life. I'm tired of being this person that I am right now. And I need to make a change. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm one of those people that can be like, you know what? I listen to Clint and I get an email three years later that, hey, your life has completely changed. Mm-hmm. And you had a better relationship and you built this company and you did all these amazing things all because you watched some of my content. It's so good. So good. I love it, man. Okay, last question. What are three skills you believe every person needs to build a successful life? A successful life? Yeah. Oof. Um, communication? Uh, communication is probably one of the biggest things, one in your relationships, two in your business relationships. And you have to know how to communicate right. Yeah. You have to be able to say what's on your mind, but also don't have awareness around it. So 2024, my word is awareness because I open my mouth all the time and it's got me in some really shitty situations. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just have something to say and I say it in the wrong crowd. Yeah. I'm like, Clint, you should just shut the fuck up. Clint, why are you saying something? Like, that's not even, that's not even what you're supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I just think about these things before I say it. So that's one one thing. Communication is going to be key. Yeah. I would say trust. Okay. Trust is a huge part of why people are successful because the no like and trust factor when it comes to the credibility in your life. Yeah. Right. You have to build a business brand before your your I mean your your personal brand 
before your enterprise, right? IV interpersonal value before your EV, your enterprise value, yeah. right? People have to know, like, and trust you to buy from you. Correct. That's why it's so important to get on social media. That's why you're doing these podcasts. That's why you're putting out the content that you do yep. because people are going to learn you as a person. Correct. And then they're going to be like, oh man, Colton, dude, he's a great guy. Oh, and he does tiny homes. Mm-hmm. Dude, I can buy tiny homes from a great guy and I'm going to have a great business relationship. That's right. So communication, trust. And then my last one is definitely going to be authenticity. Mm. Guys, the reason that I share my story the way that I do, I want you guys to understand that it's okay not to be okay. That's right. It's okay to go through these things in life. It's okay to be able to put yourself out on social media. It's okay to for men to be ashamed of themselves sometimes and to cry and to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Like you holding all of that in is just showing that it's going to be stuck in your brain. It's going to be stuck in your thoughts. Yes. Like I can tell you guys that I cry probably once a week. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of stuff going on, man. I got a lot of emotions. I cried the other day when I woke up because I was so blessed. I said, guys, I don't know if you ever ever felt this before, but God, I, I just I just started crying because I was like, God, I'm just so thankful for you. That's so good. Yeah. And if people can understand authenticity is the number one vibrational frequency in this world. Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows anything about vibrational frequencies, a law of attraction, when you are authentic in your in your post, your content on stage, on this Zoom call, whatever that looks like, it raises your energy by 2x. Wow. There's nothing else that does that. Yep. So if you're authentic, people can see that. Yep. They can see that your energy is is through the roof because you are saying what's the real real truth in life. That's right. That's right. It's huge. Huge. I love it, man. Okay, so where can people find you? Obviously, you got a lot of stuff going on, but where's the best place people can find you? Yeah, uh, Clint underscore Reagan on Instagram. Send me a DM. Uh, I do have AI on there, so you probably talk to uh, my my girl's name is Julie. She's the AI bot that we use. Um, I will message you back. I'll probably send you a voice memo and say, hey, I appreciate you following me. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Instagram and then Facebook. You can do Clint. Clint Reagan as well. And then LinkedIn, I have a podcast called the Living Limitless Podcast, which we got to get you on as well. I love wait, it. Wait, wait, you're, you're already booked, aren't you? I, I want to say it's next week. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah. Next you're week. already yeah. booked. Yeah. Yeah. You're booked, ready to go. So uh, yeah, those are probably the three. And then um, for me, it's honestly, you guys reach out to me anytime. Yeah. Like I love just talking to people. If I can help you in some sort of way, I've done fitness coaching for a really long time. I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. You need a fitness plan, a nutrition plan. Join our broadcast channel too. I run a broadcast channel that... It's called the Limitless Roundtable. When then I do, uh, it's like, I have about, I think four people in there right now that we okay. meet every single week for about an hour. It's $80 a month, which okay. is easy for four hours of my time. But honestly, it is what it is. Like, I, I just want to help people. That's it's right. going to go towards merchandise. It's going to go towards things that I can give to the group as we grow to 25. Mm-hmm. And we're cutting off at 25 because honestly, like if you have too many people in a group, you don't have that intimate connection. That's right. It's really hard to give everything you need to. So that's right. I just want to say, Colton, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You're a you're a blessing, man. You're doing some amazing things. Hopefully, I meet you in person one day. Yep. Clint, also, I feel I the let, same. I want to let you know this too. We have a big event coming out of March. Okay. For Nexus, right? Probably 300 to 500 plus people. Okay. If you want to come and tell your story or talk and speak for 15, 20 minutes, yeah, you let me know. It. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, no, dude, I'll, I'll send you a DM and we'll get that we'll get that rolling. <laughs> Let's do it, man. All right, brother. Appreciate you, Clint. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you once again. Have a blessed day. You too.